This is the 630 Chad Elks Report. And just before we get into the Elks Report, a reminder, a chance to win Eagles tickets before 5 o'clock. You're going to want to know 780-496-0063. Listen for the cue to call. Hey, Dave Campbell. Hello, Jalen. Okay, you know what? Uh, I, I, I thought there maybe for a little bit that the Elks might break that awful streak <laughs> on, on Labor Day. <laughs> um, but yeah, close, but no cigar yesterday. No, that, I think that's that's a, a great description of it for sure. And, you know, I, I thought in the first half, the Elks did a good job of controlling the play. Now, they only had an 8-7 lead going into the half, but, you know, after uh, a turnover, and we saw two of those turnovers in the first half, and one went in the end zone, so that's not good, obviously. Uh-uh. Um, but the Elks got that back on a great uh, 48-yard touchdown Taylor Cornelius to Dylan Mitchell who's uh, he's he's looking so good uh, Dylan Mitchell his third game and uh, definitely looks like that this is going to be a very good receiver in the Canadian Football League so they go into the half they're eight seven uh, you know the Elks do a good job of kind of frustrating Jake Mayer who you know like I think uh, he and Taylor Cornelius kind of struggled with the with, with the wind conditions but you know overall I thought it was a good performance from the Elks then the third quarter happens and then disaster strikes Mm. and the Elks go three and out and give up 15 points in that stretch. Mm. And then they actually go to it. And and on the, on the last two and out, it was a block punt, which ended up in the end zone. And then uh, the fourth time in a row, they, they go two and out, they go four, two and outs in a row. But on that play, the Elks recover, recover a fumble and they can only get three points. Yeah. And then they had a pretty good fourth quarter, but could only score one touchdown. Uh-huh. So, you know, when it comes to the process of becoming a good team, <laughs> I think they took a step forward. When it comes to winning a game, knowing what to do to win a game, uh, well, there's still some work to do. You know, they got some things to clean up. But, you know, I, I, I went away from that game feeling somewhat positive and somewhat frustrated again. Can we talk about um, Kevin Brown? Oh. Please, can we? (laughs) Five foot foot nine, 205 pounds. Boy, oh boy, he was not letting anyone uh, get him down on on, on the first try. Boy, oh boy, he was fun to watch yesterday. He was signed, I think it was Thursday of last week, from uh, the Incarnate Word from uh, San Antonio, Texas, uh, the FCS. And he was quite the ball player, and he came in and... All he did was have 11 touches for 96 yeah. yards, uh, five carries, 45 yards. Uh, he had six catches on six targets, so he caught all of his targets, and uh, 51 yards. So, you know, I've been saying all year, the, and especially since they lost James Wilder Jr. in mm-hmm. week three, and they need a dynamic back. They need someone that can make the defense kind of think uh, a little bit more than than react because that's what you want on defense. You want a reacting defense. You don't want a thinking defense. But and, and no offense to Anti Milanovic Litre, who I I really like, but Kevin Brown came in and and caused a lot of fits. Now <laughs> the stamps have film on him, so we'll see what adjustments they make towards him. It's always a chess match on Saturday, as uh, as Chris Jones pointed out last uh, last night or yesterday afternoon in the post game show. 
It's awful good, though, quite honestly. I mean, I like the quick turnaround. I mean, uh, you know, the, the players, thank goodness, I think we came out of this one without, uh, you know, a lot of injuries. And so, you know, five days later, we get to play the same football team, and uh, and I'm sure that they'll have some new wrinkles for us, as, as we will them. <laughs> Which makes that second game always intriguing because how much can you really change from Monday to Saturday? Not much, but there's probably one or two plays that they held back that they can use on Saturday. Oh, boy, oh, boy. It's going to be an interesting one, yeah. But uh, what he had, uh, the Kevin Brown, he had three CFL practices under his belt. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's it. And go play. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just like those big, strong legs that were pumping, getting the job done, though. So that was pretty cool to, to watch him yesterday afternoon. We'll see what happens over the next couple of days uh, back on the practice field tomorrow. They are uh, tomorrow, Thursday, and I'm sure there will be a lot more emphasis on, you know, the mental part of the game uh, tomorrow. And then, you know, Thursday, they'll get a little bit more in the in the physical part. But uh, definitely uh, it's going to be a lot a lot of the mental side that the uh. Uh, that the teams are going to have to really focus on, because physically it's a, it's a tough stretch. I mean, yes, it's three and, you know, at six days, but then they play again. Uh, next Friday in yeah. Regina against the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. That's a three and twelve stretch. Yeah, so yeah. that's that that that's not that's not a lot of rest time between games for sure. Uh, keeping you and Morley and the whole crew busy and out of trouble, Dave Campbell. Thanks for this. <laughs> oh, don't you know it, Jalen? Absolutely. <laughs> All right, thanks, Talk to you later. Friend. Okay, that's Dave Campbell with the Elks Report. Uh, of course, Dave is the color commentator on Elks Radio right here on six thirty, Chad.